The following episode of BG Mania is brought to you by Level Down Games. Check us out over at leveldowngames.com for the latest reviews and brand new episodes of both BG Mania, a video game music podcast every Wednesday, and Max Level, a video game podcast every Monday. Pull up a chair and stay a while. Welcome to BG Mania, a weekly video game music podcast found right here at Level Down Games, where we explore some excellent music and talk about our experience with each game. I'm Brian, joined as always this week by the jazzy, sultry soul himself. It's Frank. Hey, guys. (laughs) I didn't know what else to call (laughs) you. For those just joining us, what we like to do here at BG Mania is challenge ourselves to never play the same track more than once, except for special occasion episodes like our anniversaries. So you're always guaranteed to hear something new, something fresh and something exciting each and every week. Don't forget to head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to us and leave that five star rating and a review so we continue to climb the charts in terms of search results. We need those ratings. We need those reviews. It helps us get up there. It helps us get discovered. It helps more people discover us and learn about this amazing video game music that we like to play here at BG Media, including including today's episode, because today's episode is going to be a super special one for both Frank and Hell yeah. Super special episode. Already in the running for soundtrack of the year in terms of 2019 awards. Already in the running for game of the year in terms of 2019 awards. We're talking Katana Zero today on BG Mania. A game that honestly just came out back at the end of April. The official release date was April 18th, 2019. It did release for Nintendo Switch and PC. It's a 2D action platformer with heavy, heavy, heavy 80 elements, 80s elements, I should say. Side scrolling levels, very gory graphic, like Hotline Miami-esque. But everything is synthwave. Everything is retrowave. Everything is jazzy. Everything is 80s. This game is so freaking good, man. I had so much fun playing this game. It has a built-in, almost a puzzle mechanic to it because the game has one hit deaths so you're an unstoppable killing machine who can rewind time and bend it to his will uh to be at the perfect run to kill everybody it is so fun i've had a blast of this i've never had so much fun picking from a soundtrack either uh i'll, I'll say that right now yeah i, I picked up I, I picked out all my tracks and them to brian he goes frank i picked every single one of those tracks as well so i, I you know it's a solid episode when i crossed over eight out of eight. Yeah, super fun how we did this. So before Frank picked his tracks, 
I myself went through it's it's a 40 it's 40 tracks deep. Uh, you can buy the soundtrack on Bandcamp. Everything is everything is is really good. So we listened to all 40 tracks. I saved 16 of those tracks. I then sent Frank a message. Hey, I have 16 tracks picked for next week's episode. I still want you to submit eight and I want to see if we cross over at all. You submitted your eight picks. Everything crossed over. Everything you picked was already one that I had originally pegged as something that I thought we should play. If you had submitted something different and could have gave me like a, a good art, like, dude, I really think this should be in the episode. Then we would have bumped the track. And we would have played one of your tracks because it's your picks. You do get eight picks. I would have then had to narrow that down to eight. But I'm glad that we crossed over because we literally were able to come up with 16 perfect tracks for today's episode. You're in for a treat today. You are absolutely in for a treat. The first song you heard there that we entered in with is called Rain on Brick, again from Katana Zero. This particular track was composed by Bill Kiley and is the title screen, more or less. It's it's the title screen for Katana Zero. Anytime you boot this up, this is going to be playing with the Katana Zero logo flashing like an old school neon light on a brick background. Super, super freaking cool track, man. Really, really, really peaceful. Uh, has some sort of jazz elements going on there, but just relaxing, man. I love this track. I love this track. I love the soundtrack in general. I mean, because you have it's it's a mixture of jazz, EDM, synthwave, retrowave, a little bit of metal. I mean, it's it's everything you want. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a great video game soundtrack. It's a super great video game soundtrack. So buckle in, man. This is going to be a great freaking night. This, <laughs> is, this is an episode that really could be one of my favorites we do this year because I absolutely love the music. I'm going to dedicate my first track to my landlord. Okay. This is for you, Mike. This is Worst Neighbors Ever. <laughs>
Aqua's Worst Neighbors Ever. Uh, man, I love this track for, on a lot of levels. Um, for one, we've all had neighbors one time or another play just horrible music that's blaring through the walls and you want them to kill them. Yeah. Uh, or, 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 or they're just making a lot of noise and banging and this and that. But the, the, the track itself, it has a muted quality to it, so you can actually get the feeling of the music coming like from behind a wall. It's not like right there blasting in your face, but you hear like, like it, it, it's... Absolutely. It's, it's, it's so ingenious. well done. It's ungenious. It's so well done. It, it really is. Uh, and, and it sounds like the kind of horrible music you would hear from a neighbor, just a lot of ooh, ooh, ah, ah. Like, it's, no... not, it's not horrible, though. That's the issue, that it's not bad music. It's, it's great. Not, it's, not bad, it's, it's not bad music, but like you would all, like if you hear music flare through the walls, you might not hear every word. You'd only hear yeah. like, the, the oohs and the ahs. So like, I, I love it on that level as well. Like, it just, it's it's so good. It's it's super, it, it, it definitely has elements of EDM infused in there. It's super techno-based. Uh, again, composed by Bill Kiley. And just a, a really, really, really fun track and, and and a fun just characters. I get characters that we never really get to know. There is a scene in the game where we really get to understand his neighbors. And, you know, they're just your typical potheads who just sit there, smoke all day, listen to loud music. And they're just, you know, disrespectful, I guess, to neighbors, which is why they're the title of the track, Worst Neighbors Ever. And they I don't want to spoil anything story wise, but something happens to them that is super freaking crazy. This insane Russian dude by the name of V just comes in and makes their world a nightmare. (laughs) So it's just fun track, fun, everything, man. Crazy game. This game is so crazy. I love it. I, I love it a lot. But the reason I fell in love with this game I knew I was going to like it. I knew everything about this. I didn't know about the soundtrack until I started playing the game. And I bought this game on launch day, April 18th, started playing it, uh, was very, very impressed with the soundtrack. And this particular track right here is the one that stuck out to me most from stage two. Let's take a listen to Sneaky Driver. Thank you. 
And that was Sneaky Driver from Katana Zero, again composed by Bill Kiley. There are two composers on there. We probably have some stuff from Ludowick later on in the show. But uh, Bill Kiley, I do think, did a, a good chunk of the tracks on the soundtrack for Katana Zero. As I mentioned, this is the music you're going to hear in the background of level two or stage two, whatever you want to call it. What I find super interesting about the concept of this game is that when you start a level, your character, this, you know, shinobi type ninja character always pulls out his Walkman and turns a piece of music on. And that's Mm -hmm. what we're hearing. And like, it's just he's like he's supposed to be listening to the music that we're also listening to. And it's 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 very stylish, dude. It's it's very, very it, it's so good. Like the the direction that the and it was made by one guy, Justin Stander, uh, the only guy responsible for Katana Zero in terms of programming and designing the game. Uh, super creative. Very cool. I like it a lot. And this track, for whatever reason, like I said, it gave so many goosebumps to my arms the first night I heard it the first time I jumped into this game uh, I I was I was left speechless dude this is such a good piece of music you sent me this track instantaneously after you heard it too I yeah like, I did, okay, I, did. Right. I sent it to you I sent it to Sean I sent it to Kyle I sent it to everyone I could at Level Down Games and I had already showed it to Jessica like I went out there and like dude you have to hear this piece of music yeah I mean this alone was, was the selling point on a uh, you know, get, get this game, play this game, this, make it happen. So. This alone was worth the $14.99 price point for the uh. game. This piece of me, I, this track is worth more than that to me. Like that, that, that it's that good. It is that good. I really enjoy it. It is going to, it's going to be hard to top the soundtrack uh, going forward. I agree. Yeah, the, the rest of 2019 has a lot to live up to. And uh, you can check out our review of this game. Kyle actually wrote a review for Katana Zero. It's up at leveldowngames.com. You can see his thoughts on it and... Uh, he actually streamed the entire game start to finish in one night on Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Bruce underscore deduce. So that's pretty cool. Good, good track. Do you know what my next track is? I don't. You will never know. Oh, wait, that's the name of the track. I know your next track you... now, Frank. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
that was You Will Never Know. Man, if a song encapsulated the 80s action movie opener to me, that's that was the one. It's... Dude, I, I don't know what else to say besides that it's so good. Uh, again, composed by Bill Kiley. This gentleman is is just absolutely phenomenal when it comes to synthwave and, and, and retrowave, man. Uh, BillKiley.Bandcamp.com. Freaking amazing. I, I'm just in, in love with his work. Man, there has to be a, there has to be a Katana Zero too. Well, have you finished the game yet? I have finished the game. It can happen, Brian. Well, I, I understand it can happen because the game it literally says to be continued. I don't know what you're talking about. It can happen. Well, because cause I've seen to be continued in so many games that uh, I don't believe that anymore. Well, they are they're releasing. I it's, also the, it's, also, it's also the end of almost. It's also the end of every, every like rap song. Either has, the video has to be continued. <laughs> and those guys just disappear into mediocrity forever. I think it's. Uh, I think it's set to release this fall. There, it's. I don't know that it's going to be called Katana Zero Two, but I think it's like the continuation of the story. Katana One. It's the. The game was meant to be released in stages, if I'm not mistaken. So this was just stage one, and then the next stage comes out, I believe it's later this year. Uh, someone was actually talking to us about it in Kyle's Twitch chat, which is how we figured that out, because they had a little bit of inside information, I believe, on the uh, development of the game or something, because I couldn't find anywhere where it said that something else is coming out. So We can call it Katana, Katana Zero Retro Wave 2. Like, yeah, perfect. No, don't we're do working on, We're working on it, okay? Okay, we're workshopping things here, okay? They, they probably can just not call it anything and just release an update to the game that adds the next portion of the story. And you know what? I'll actually pay for it, but if you give it to me for free, I'll love you even more. I, I think it's going to be free. I don't think that they would charge for it. I don't know. Maybe they would. I have no but idea. I, but, I, but I pay for it. I, I'd give you five bucks. Oh, I'd absolutely. I, I mean, I'd pay 15 again. Are you kidding me? I would pay a lot of money again because that is, like I said, this this really is in the running right now for my personal game of the year for 2019. We will, we will have a game of the year episode of the Max Level Podcast, our video game podcast that we do every Monday at the end of the year. And right now, I really think that this is in, in the running for my personal one. I have no idea. We'll see, though. We'll see. Uh, I want to kick to another track that came from my list. It's another everything. Again, everything you're going to hear today is super good. The name of this one is Silhouette. <laughs> Thank you. 
And that was Silhouette from Katana Zero. This one composed by three individuals. We have Ludowick, Bill Kylie, and Justin Stander. The guy who actually programmed the game had a little bit of hand in this particular track as well. Nice. So, yeah, we're, we're finally starting to hear a little bit of diversity in terms of the soundtrack. A lot slower, a lot more, you know, going on. It, it doesn't really pick up to about a minute and a half into the track. But, dude, this is, again, just so good. It's the perfect blend of melancholy meets majestic. It's it's so many it's so many different things happening, but it all goes so well together. The bits of synth wave that we get there toward the end, really, really, really good. Everything about this track, man, it just it, it brings me a lot of peace. It brings me a lot of calm, but it's a great track. It's very strong. It's pretty cool that the actual programmer of the game, the creator of the game, had a hand in its, uh, the music of this, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we see that often. A lot of times when games are developed by one person, a lot of times they come up with a music like uh, Tom Happ and Axiom Verge. He did the he programmed the game. He did the music. He did everything. Same thing with uh, Undertale. Like uh, the, those people do the everything by themselves. It's really crazy. They're super talented. I can barely tie my own shoes. You know, yeah, I know. I don't want to be talented one day. That's because I'm fat and I have to, it takes forever to bend over. OK, Brian, how about that? Hey, man, you didn't. You said it, not me. Well, well, you didn't. And it's an audio podcast. And it's our running gag. And you got to keep it going. OK. <laughs> Trying to make those ducats. You're trying to find a transition, but you're failing. Yeah, I'm looking for a good transition, okay? Because you're a monster, Brian. Hey, that'll be my track, monster.
and that song was titled Brian. I mean, Monster. Same thing. Yeah, man, it's it, it's it's a little light, little synthy, little. It's 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 really the perfect background track for what's going on in this game. It's uh, it was composed by the same three: Ludwig, Bill Kiley, and Justin Stander. Dude, that's actually a boss track. I don't know what you're talking about. The background to the boss fight. You said the background of the game. This is one of the craziest boss fights in the game. One that is a super twist. It's actually a hidden boss fight. I'm actually surprised if you did this. No, I, I saw the video. Oh, I, I looked up all the videos for all these things. Oh, okay. For, for the songs. No, yeah. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, because this is actually, this uh, this particular boss fight requires specific so how do I, yes, inputs. So how do I get and, there? Well, um, there's a guide you can follow to get the like exact, I had to, because I, I wasn't able to figure out how to get the uh, the secret boss to, to trigger. But I'll I'll tell you. So so, so, so so you can tell me off, Mike. But uh, I'm assuming it's just different decisions I make along the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's certainly how Katana Zero works. It's a it's yeah. a it's a choice based game for those that are unfamiliar. And uh, well, I mean, it is and it isn't. It's it's more or less a a one hit you're dead action game. But there's a lot of choices you can make along the way. You're interacting with a lot of NPCs, and for the first time in a game that I can remember. It gives you the option of like interrupting dialogue and, and just being like a total <laughs> a total dick if you want to be a dick and you you, you have complete reign of, of your character in the way that they speak. So it, it's super cool. And the way that you choose to interact with characters, it it dictates the story. Now, I do believe you will always come to the same conclusion of the ending. The ending, I think the ending of the game, I think cha- it, it doesn't change no matter what. But how you get there actually changes like the actual encounters you can see. The levels are the same as well, but the dialogue options that you partake in, the characters that you interact with, and I do think, I know for sure this particular boss fight, but there may even be another one as well I, that I haven't figured out. Yeah, um, having watched the video on this, there's, the first one, I, I have not done this boss fight, uh, but I want to do this boss fight, so you have to yeah, help me yeah, out later Yeah, super on. freaking cool. Uh, I, I definitely will tell you how I got it when we're done after when we listen to the next track. And speaking of the next track, we'll go ahead and jump to it now. The title of this one is Snow.
And that was Snow from Katana Zero, composed by Bill Kiley. This is a character theme. Snow is one of my favorite characters in Katana Zero that we know nothing about. This is the one that you can oftentimes see with V, the Russian character. She is this samurai type Japanese everything character. You hear that in the track. There's so many elements of traditional Japanese instrumentation in that particular piece of music there. Long flowing kimono. Everything about this character is is really, really good. And I want to know more because we only saw this character two, maybe three times throughout the six, seven hours it took to get through. Not even that long. Maybe I think you're lucky if you get five, six hours out of this game. But we didn't come across this character that often. So there's so much room for character growth. There's so much room to learn more about her and and get more music like this for, you know, more importantly, when the next piece or next portion of the game comes out later this year, hopefully. It's going to have to happen. You don't introduce a character just to have it be there. Yeah, absolutely. And it's again, it's such a fun character. I really like how this track, if you close your eyes while listening to it, you get this clear picture of this, you know, tiny little, at least I do, quaint Japanese village, cherry blossoms fallen, you know, everything just, everything you think Japan is, is really baked into this track. It's, it's, it's a nice break from the synth wave and retro wave that the rest of the soundtrack is. This, there's really no elements of that in this particular track. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a welcome departure. Yeah. But, uh, uh, now I'm just going to go back to something that's pure EDM. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Because that's what the soundtrack is for the most part. Let's do it, Brian. Let's hit the floor.
does hit the floor. That is, if I'm not mistaken, I usually am, the third level of Katana Zero. It is the third level. Okay. And what's funny about this is the composer on the soundtrack is listed as DJ Electrohead, which is the okay. actual, the, the actual boss, the boss of the level. Yeah, the guy you're going there to see. <laughs> so definitely probably not him. Probably was Bill Kiley, but they're giving credit to DJ Electrohead, which not, I think right? is kind of funny. Yeah, kind of kind of funny that way. This is one of my favorite. It, this might be actually thinking about it. My favorite stage in the game, not my favorite track. Again, I like Sneaky Driver more. But I think I had the most fun playing this level. I'm going to admit it right now. When I play this level, I did not realize that part of it was like hiding in the crowd to avoid being seen. I'm I'm just running through. I'm like, these guys keep finding me. They keep killing me. What's going on? Like, I, I didn't realize you could actually stop in the crowd and not be seen. So. And what's great about that is when you stop in the crowd, your character starts like dancing the dance moves yeah. at the other character. Yeah, and it's like, it, 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 he kind of like blends into the background and he slips into the shadows because the the spotlights shine only on like the an the enemies and the guards and like the dance floor. But like when you're tucked away back dancing with the crowd, you just blend in. So you turn into like a shadow. Very freaking cool, man. It's such a cool idea to hide in this level that way. Very, very well put together level from top to bottom, too. There's even like a slight puzzle mechanic when you get towards the top of the level. So I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. And this is a, a very dynamic encounter with DJ Electrohead. You can yes. choose to follow orders and, you know, the conversation is over as quickly as it begins. Or you can actually prolong the conversation and make it last for a good five, six minutes. I found it before it oh, actually wow. ultimately that ends. Was. You can actually carry it on and you can take it in so many different ways and you can find a lot of information out before you're supposed to find that information out from a DJ Electrohead. It's actually fun. There's so many different ways to play this game. I have to go back and make different decisions. Yeah, yeah. There, there's so many different ways you can actually go through these things. And dude, just hearing the soundtrack every single time you you play through this. I've played through it three times so far. Uh, just the, the soundtrack keeps me going. The soundtrack makes me want to play this game because I find myself getting into a groove and I kind of am going along with the beat of the music as I move through and I kill enemies and I'm finding new ways to go about and do things. I'm finding, you know, shorter paths. I, this is the first time I've ever, and, and Kyle's kind of the same way. We talked about it a little bit. It's the closest we've ever been to trying to speed run a game. Like okay. I, it's that fun for us. And and I know he feels the same way. He kind of echoed my sentiments perfectly in the review on leveldowngames.com when he gave it a 9.5. Uh, such a great game. So many different ways to go about doing this. And yeah, again, the soundtrack is going to help that out a lot. Super good. Super, super good. Another one of my favorite levels in the game happened to coincide with the next track, though, from Katana Zero. Again, everything you're hearing today is from Katana Zero. This is Overdose, otherwise known as Bunker Number One.
was Overdose, otherwise known as Bunker Number One from Katana Zero. This particular track composed by Ludowick. This stage is the one, if you remember, where you are getting out of the prison and you get into like the courtyard area that is very dark and you have to sneak past the enemies. Like you can you could kill them if you wanted to, but there's so many that the intent of the level is to sneak past. And this particular track is playing as you're sneaking past the enemies and as you're maneuvering about trying not to get seen. It builds a lot of suspense. It builds a lot of tension and in a level that was actually really hard and, and it was kind of difficult not to get spotted. Again, you can kill everything if you want to. You don't have to. You can actually sneak out. Very fun to try to do that. Fun to play it both ways where you're killing everything and sneaking that out. Was my, uh, that was my question to you. Did you kill everyone? Uh, I did my first time. Mm-hmm. Second time I did not. Well, I actually, I, I played everything nice the, pretty much the whole game through, which is very not Frank-like. So you went through and you, you stealthed your way out of that? Yeah, yeah, which is, again, not very Frank-like. So not at all. Next <laughs> I was also, I was, ni- I was, you know, I was always nice to everyone every three way through, so I'm going to be a jerk going through next next time. Yeah, yeah, you may as well, because it's going to change the uh, the story elements and the, and the way that the flow goes. It's going to change a lot of things about it, so it'll be fun for you to do that. Great track. Again, you, you have some deep, deep, deep synthwave beats in there, some just excellent bass man and and again as i said it adds to the tension of the level that track the the over and over and over again as you you know you're using the bleachers of the the prison yard or the the light posts or whatever you can to blend into the scenery and blend into the shadows of the night in the background and the guards you know they're equipped with everything they can to find you but as long as you're not moving they can't see you so it's really really cool just like a Tyrannosaurus. Well, if a Tyrannosaurus wasn't moving, you don't think you could see it? It's huge. No, if you're not moving, the Tyrannosaurus can't see you. Oh, gotcha. Which is a good transition to my next track. You don't always need a transition, Frank. You always do. Because they're lizards and some serpents are lizards, so my track is called Breath of a Serpent.
that was Breath of a Serpent. That track had a very Doctor Who feel to me. Yeah, it's interesting that you decided to play that one after the one that I just played, uh, Overdose, Bunker Number 1. Breath of the Serpent is a, a flashback level, and you are actually playing as the dragon. Super, super cool, uh, composed by Ludowick. One of the one of the better parts of the game. Absolutely. Definitely one of the better parts of the game, for sure. Very fun level. The dragon plays quite a bit different than the actual main character does. Instead of, you know, you still have the slow down time mechanics, but you can actually do a rush attack while in slow motion that the dragon will slash all the characters and kill them in one hit as he moves through the actual slow motion. So it makes it quite a bit easier. And if you just wait for that move to recharge over and over and over again, you can actually get through this area pretty, pretty easily. Fun, fun stuff, though, man. And a great track again. I'm serious, man. I, I can see the friggin' TARDIS flying around with, with a track like this. I thought, mm, kind of feel to it. <laughs> That's very, right. Very cool. I know it's an audio podcast, but I made lots of motions with my hands as I said that. You did. No one cares. <laughs> ouch, ouch. All right, man. Let's take a listen to another boss battle from Katana Zero. The name of this one is All For Now. Thank you. 
And that was all for now from Katana Zero. This one was actually composed by Ludwig. This is the boss battle theme for Mr. Kissy Face, who is a super fun boss fight that you're going to go through about midway through the game. Uh, it's pronounced Kissafache. No, it's Kissy Face. That's just, it, it's a reference to uh, a TV show called Psych. No, it's, it's Kissy Face. Oh, I know. But it's, uh, his doctor's name was Dr. Kissafache, but it was spelled Kissy Face. It's, it's Kissy Face. I know. But it's, it's called the joke in, it's, it's called joke in a reference. Do you, though? Do you, though? Do you know, do you know the Muffin Man? The one that lives on, uh, I don't know, some lane? Drury Lane, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Great freaking track, though, man. The, 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 the boss fights, besides the one we heard earlier, Monster, the, the hidden fight, the, the tracks that actually play during the boss fights, they aren't your traditional boss battle music. And it's it's so fun that, that that's the case because everything tends to go along with the actions on screen, which I really do enjoy. The, the music is perfectly composed. They, they did such a fantastic job with the soundtrack. I, I cannot recommend it enough. You have to play this game. If you're out there, you like retro games. You like difficult games. You like great games with great soundtracks. Check out Katana Zero. Do not, do not, do not sleep on this game. It is going to be, it's it's going to go down as one of the best this year, I promise you. I mean, you got, it's on Nintendo Switch or you can get on the, the PC. It's, yep. Yep, absolutely. I, I, think the, I think the definitive way to play this is on the Switch. I disagree. I played it on both places and I had just as fun each way. I don't know. Something about just uh, stumbling up on my couch and playing this game just did it for me. I can do that with my PC version as well. Connect my P- connect my PC to the TV and I can snuggle up on my chair and play it over there relaxed. I don't have that kind of technology, Brian. It's called a cable, Frank. They make them. You can buy them at Walmart across the street. <laughs> Logic and reason. I don't like it, Brian. For that... I'm gonna kill your TV. See? I don't. I don't think I so. I did it again. I did it again. Name of the track: Kill Your TV. So the name of my track is Kill Your TV. <laughs>
from Katana Zero. That was Kill Your TV. Dude, this is such a good track. Composed by Bill Kiley, but such a good track. Yo, Bill Kiley, is this his first uh, venture? Because I, I never heard him before him. I'm liking everything I heard from him. I don't think it's his first actual game. I was looking at his... Again, I was on his Bandcamp, BillKiley.Bandcamp.com. And there are several other things on here. But again, it's always... I'm never sure which ones are games and which ones aren't. <laughs> like, which mm-hmm. one... Like, he's got something called Critars. Is that something? I have no idea. The Valley of Rule. This looks like it could be a game. I have no idea. Uh, everything looks like it could be a game. But again, I have no idea. So I don't know for sure. Yeah, man, because I could see him being a heavy hitter in the years to come. Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely think that uh, even with the success of Katana Zero, because it has been getting, you know, such high praise from not just us, but everywhere. Everybody loves this game. I, I have to think that other studios now are going to maybe reach out if they want a retro wave or synth wave type maybe of like soundtrack. C- C- CD Projekt Red can uh, definitely use this guy. Yeah, how about? There's a little game coming out soon. That, I think know, they're... I actually I forget who I, I... I remember hearing something, but one of the big names in the synth wave community is actually contributing to that soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I actually forget um, who it was, but I remember reading that. Yeah, you're talking Cyberpunk 2077. Which is seriously, if you're a fan of synthwave or retrowave or futuristic type stuff, that is your that is your haven right there. That game is going to be amazing. Can't wait for that. I'll I'll lose myself three four hundred hours in that game for sure. I did with The Witcher, but I can't see why I wouldn't with this one. True, huh? Yeah, but yeah, man, good stuff. Great freaking stuff. And this this is the this. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is this the track that plays when you're going through like the the warehouse type of area and you go through the rooms with like all the multiple different TVs and it's exactly what this is. because you can actually jump up and cut the red wire that connects the TV to the power source and you can actually turn some of those TVs off. So I was actually wondering if that was just like, oh, kill your TV. It's a play on what you're actually, you, can actually li- do that. you nailed it. It's literally yeah. what it is. Yeah, that's actually kind of cool. Uh, all right, man. My next track happens to coincide with something you can actually do in this game from Katana Zero. This is Full Confession.
And that was Full Confession from Katana Zero. This one here composed by Ludowick. This actually, again, boss battle track, final boss battle music right here. It doesn't have that final boss battle feel. What you actually get from this track is a sense of dread. It starts out kind of creepy. It's different. And it you, you feel like this, you feel like there's no way to win. You feel like there's, it's, it's hopeless. It's not going to go your way. And the track paints that picture perfectly, but still maintains the ability to be upbeat enough to make there seem like there's some shred of hope, I guess. And dude, every dude, everything I have to say about this game, I just keep wanting to say the same thing over and over and over again. How freaking perfect this game was this this really anytime something like this comes out and it just catches me by surprise. This wasn't I mean, this was on my radar. Yes, it was on my radar for listeners of our Max Level podcast. We do a thing called uh, Thunderdome once a quarter where we put every game that we know of that's coming out in that the next three months into a, a cage and we take turns eliminating them one by one. We made fun of Sean on the show for putting Katana Zero as his number one. It was rightfully deserved at number one. I think I had it listed as like number seven or eight, I think on my official list. I mean, I was hyped, but I wasn't like super hyped. No, no, this game should have been number one. Like, I love when things catch me by surprise like that. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think enough people are buying it that I that I hope it doesn't maintain that sleeper hit status. I want this obviously to be experienced by enough people because it is such a phenomenal game with a phenomenal soundtrack, man. I could listen to the soundtrack start to finish every single day and not be bored. Yeah, absolutely. See, it's a good way to score your life. I don't have a good transition for my next track. Um, For my penultimate pick, I chose, well, Brian chose for me because my original pick sucked, but we chose the track Chinatown.
and that was Chinatown from Katana Zero. Believe it or not. Believe it or not. It's not like we're not doing the entire episode on music from Katana Zero today, right? Are we really? Oh, we are, man. Radio hour. No, no. I was waiting for the, well, I guess there's no listener pick then. No listener pick, no Jessica pick. Not fair. Jessica has been very excited to listen to this episode, though. She was actually talking to me the other day about how she was looking forward to the uh, Katana Zero episode of BG Mania. I'll let Jessica intro my last track then. How about that? Nah. Eh, make me do the work myself. All right, whatever. Yeah. Make you do your work, man. You only work once a week, so, you know, yeah, you, fair may, enough. you may as well do something for Level Down Games. Another fun stage. Chinatown, another stage in the game. Another fun stage. But, dude, that track is so good. It really is, man. This again, I, I've said it quite a few times. This could be like the background music in an 80s movie. Absolutely. Like, 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 like a nice detective Pikachu on the phone. Uh, Cobra Kai. <laughs> Season two currently ongoing, I do believe still. Yeah, I, I fall a little bit behind, but I'll watch it. Such a good track, man. I just listen doing this episode right now. We're recording this. We always record these episodes Saturday afternoons. It's May 4th. It's Star Wars Day. I just want to finish this episode and go play Katana Zero again. And that's not on my agenda today. Like, I have a lot of things to do today. Playing Katana Zero is not one of them. But I'm going to try to find time to play Katana, Katana Zero today because I want to play the game after listening to all this music. Star Wars Day? May 4th, dude. Oh, live long and prosper. No, 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 no. May the 4th be, may the 4th be with you. It's the same thing every year. And, and with your spirit. And with you is how, is how it goes. And with you. I don't know. Uh, we have two tracks left as we look at music from Katana Zero and we celebrate the amazingness of this soundtrack. My last pick, another stage piece of music. This one is titled Third District.
a way to close out this episode, though. That right there was Third District from Katana Zero, composed by Ludowick. I am a huge fan of this particular stage. I really like this. It's again, it's perfect. But the way that this track hits, the way everything about it, one of the probably number three for me of this game, it definitely in the top five in terms of my five favorite tracks from Katana Zero. I think I would rate Thursday District probably number three behind Sneaky Driver and the track we're going to close out with, which happens to be your your last pick. This is a great way to close out this episode. We have two back to back phenomenal tracks. It really is. I mean, we saved our heavy hitters for the end. Yeah, yeah. And and we may as well just talk about them in, you know, kind of conjunction with one another. But yeah, what, is, yeah. what, is, what is the track that you're closing out with? I'm closing out with Driving Force, Neon Fog. Such an amazing track. Amazing track. Uh, Bill Kylie on that one. So we're, we're closing out with the track from Ludwig and Bill Kylie. Driving Force, Neon Fog. It's at somewhere in the midway point of the game, but it changes up the entire game. It's a stage that isn't your your traditional what you've been playing the entire arrest of the game it's a battle toads type thing where yeah. <laughs> you get on a a motorcycle and you are in in battle toads or even semi road rash type fashion yep. yeah going out there bashing motorcycles bashing enemies dodging helicopters doing all these different things dodging vans watching out for hazards in the road without question probably the best level in the game I wouldn't even fight you on that. Probably the best level of the game. Yeah, definitely the best level in the game. Second best track. This is, again, we've mentioned this so many times. So 80s, dude. This is so 80s right here. This is why the game, this is why the game just freaking, it it called to us. It absolutely, yeah. We saw this one, I believe, in the Nindies? Uh, This was introduced in a Nindies showcase, yeah, where... Uh, I want to say it was back in March, maybe that that Nindies Direct that we saw it in and everyone here at Level Down Games just kind of fell in love with it. And again, Sean ranking at number one on Thunderdome was the most hyped. You and I were hyped. Kyle was hyped. We no, were we also the same thing. They were all like, oh, we're getting this. We're getting this day one. Yeah, but none of us were, were really like, oh, man, this is going to be like game of the year. But it ended up yeah, being ended up being a potential game of the year contender. Now, we do still have what? seven months to go, eight months to go of the rest of this year. We've just started May, so something else could come out over the next seven, eight months and just blow us out of the water and totally change the landscape for Game of the Year in 2019. But that's what's so fun about this. That's what's so fun about the speculation. That's what's so fun about the unknown and how when we get to Game of the Year. We're looking to you. Yeah, Bubsy next week. You never know. Could be the smash hit of the year. Yeah, smash right into the garbage. <laughs> what an episode, though, man. Start to finish. What a freaking episode. And you know what? It kind of lends itself into the theme of our next, our next week's episode because it, it, it just definitely takes me back to my childhood. Like, this is the kind of, like, music from the movies I was watching as a kid. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll talk about next week's episode in a minute. Will. Yeah, we, we actually have something fun planned for next week that... Uh, that I think will will be enjoyable for not only us, but for everyone else out there as well. Great freaking episode. Great soundtrack. Great game. Don't I, I mentioned this earlier. Don't sleep on this. Buy Katana Zero. If you can't afford it now, whenever it goes on sale, buy it then because it is absolutely worth it. 
buy two copies, one for you, one for a friend. <laughs> but yeah, unfortunately, that is going to bring us to the close of the show this week, unless you have anything else you wanted to mention before we get on out of here. I think I said it all and then some. All right. Well, that is going to do it for this week. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible by leveldowngames.com. Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to bgmania at leveldowngames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. We'd also be grateful if you could drop on over to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash leveldowngames and subscribe to us there. And if you haven't already while you're at it, hit up twitch.tv slash leveldowngames and click that follow button. We're not live often. Whenever we do go live, it does uh, tend to be on YouTube gaming. If you want to follow someone that is live often, twitch.tv forward slash Bruce underscore deduce. That's B-R-U-C-E underscore D-E-D-E-U-C-E, our fellow cohort here at Level Down Games. You can find him regularly on the Maximum Podcast, and we are going to try to get him on an episode of BG Mania at some point in the future. Uh, Follow him on Twitch. He's super entertaining to watch, always playing a variety of games, always played Rocket League. Super fun. Check him out. Stalking us on social media is perfectly acceptable. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook be the place to do so. Check the description box for the appropriate links. Next week, Frank kind of gave you a little bit of a tease there, but we're going to be focusing on a concept that we are titling Childhood Memories. Frank and I are going to come prepared eight different games, eight different picks. How we are choosing those games is kind of fun, and we'll talk about that next week. Taking us out of this episode, once again, we have Driving Force Neon Fog from Katana Zero, composed by Bill Kiley. Keep the music playing and keep it loud.